Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast and is in your life today. Here we are. The first weekend of May, where we just want everything to go back to normal, to go back to the way things were. And unfortunately, the virus wants to continue to take and take and take so much away from us. Why is it that whenever we want good things, when we want the best things to happen to us, it's like that old cliche saying, this is why we can never have nice things. I believe that 100%. I really do. Because every time when we want to look forward to something like Black Widow that was supposed to be released this weekend, and it just doesn't happen. Because someone decided, rumors apparently, someone decided to eat a bat and fuck it up for everybody or do some kind of science experiment or whatever the case may be. I've learned from the army that perception is reality. So if something that seems to be true, it most likely is true. But... I digress, you know, I'm trying to be positive, I'm trying to be entertaining, I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying to be the best that all I can be for you, for the world, for the universe. Even though the universe can go fuck itself because there are a majority of people that wants to protest every single day because they can't stand listening to the fact that they have to stay indoors even though that is the only way that could help every single one of us, but I digress. I digress strongly. Today of the podcast, we are going to dive into all news-related stuff. All news, nothing specific, just general news that's been going on these past few days. We're going to talk about something that's uh, peculiar, that's very interesting, something to look forward to. Others, that's kind of funny. And another thing where I'm thinking to myself, alright, there could be a potential massive crossover that's going on in the MCU. Probably, maybe, if so, I don't know, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I would say that. Before we go right down to it, let's give our shout-out out of the way. The shout-out goes to one of my favorite YouTubers of all time, aside from Jeremy Johns that I talked about in the last episode of this podcast, Chris Stuckman. Chris Stuckman is one of the most greatest YouTubers, movie buffs, movie reviewers, movie critics that I've ever seen in my entire life. He's very relatable. He's very likable. He has a YouTube channel, Chris Stuckman, obviously his name. He has a segment, a channel of his shows where he talks about an in-depth analysis on either movies or video games or shows or whatever hell he likes because the fact is he's entertaining, he's likable, he's funny, he is awesome. And I've been following him for many, many years now. He also has interesting videos called The Hilariosity, a movie that is so atrocious, it's hilarious. It's such an atrocity, it's hilarious. Hence, Hilariosity. Check him out right now. He just did a few of them, like Kazam starring Shaquille O'Neal. You remember that movie all the way back from 1995 or some shit like that? Whew. Oh, man, I can remember those movies. Shaq actually acting with a kid with his fucked up teeth. And the only thing he's doing is trying to promote himself and market himself in order to rap that did not even go one bit. Oh my god, it was such an atrocity. Whew. And he just had a last one called Catwoman. Oh yeah, you remember Catwoman from 2004. 
Oh, yeah. I'm going to do a looking back episode on that one eventually. I really would. Go check out Chris Stuckman right now. C-H-R-I-S-S-T-U-C-K-M-A-N-N. Chris Stuckman. If you like what you see there, you can click right there and get Stuckmanized. His words, not mine. <laughs> Let's dive right down to it, shall we? So, as I just said, this weekend was supposed to feature the release of Black Widow. The time setting of the movie was supposed to take place between the events of Captain America Civil War and Avengers Infinity War. And it's supposed to dive into the characteristics of Natasha Romanoff, the Russian spy for S.H.I.E.L.D., a.k.a. Black Widow. And there were a few things that I really wanted to discuss why is it that Kevin Feige, the president of the MCU, decided to focus more on these prequel stories even though we're supposed to focus more about the future? What is it about Black Widow that we're supposed to know but in a particular way could lead us into something further down the line? And maybe that's what the case is. Maybe we're doing these prequel stories where something interesting or something unexpected could happen in future films. Maybe after Marvel Phase 5 or towards the end of Marvel Phase 5. Because let's face it, we really don't know how any of these stories are going to end now that we just got the epic climax of Avengers Endgame. We want to know exactly what continues to go forward. In the movie, I just have a couple of questions. What is she running away from? What is it that she's done that she ran away from it for the first time and then she has to come back and reunite with her family members, David Harbour, Rachel Weisz, and another woman that I really don't know very well? You know, what is it that she's coming back towards to where she has to fix about her past? What's so haunting about her past? That's what the movie is going to entitle. And apparently, according to many backstage reviewers, the movie is going to be epic. We're going to see what happens. November 6th, Black Widow. I know, I know we have a, a long time to look forward to it, but just be patient. I'm being patient. Black Widow, it was supposed to be released. We just got to wait. We just got to wait. Another interesting news coming out, and apparently it's been official. Sony's official name, and... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't stop laughing for like the first 10 minutes when I heard about this shit. Sony's official name for their version of their movies, you know, cuz let's face it, Marvel has the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, DC, even though they were never really branded themselves as the DC Extended Universe, it was actually made as a joke, which was pretty funny and pretty sad to say the least. But they were known by their fans as the DC Extended Universe. So that's their brand. MCU has theirs. DC has theirs. What does Sony have? Well, you got, ladies and gentlemen, the Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel Characters. The SPUMC. The Spumk. Spumic. The... the <laughs> The, the, <laughs> I I swear to God, I actually wrote it down. It's right in front of me right now. The SPUMC, the Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel Characters. You couldn't come up with a better name or something shorter where we can actually say, all right, it's pretty cool. Like every time when I see the SPUMC, I'm, I'm thinking I'm literally thinking of a, a of a spittoon. You know what those are? The spittoons is literally those jars in the Wild West where, you know, someone is chewing tobacco or someone is like, 
you know, uh, have like a pouch or whatever, and they have to spit it out because if you swallow that shit, you can actually get sick. So they have these jars where it's literally in a corner of a desk, and you can see these in like Wild West movies. It's at the corner of a desk, and you spit into it, and it's the most disgusting thing ever because apparently you have to gather that shit, and it's like, if you see the movie, um, what's that movie called with Jim Carrey? Lemony Snickets and a series of unfortunate events. And you see a spittoon, that's exactly what that shit is. Oh my god. Shout out to that movie, by the way. It's it's uh, it's one of my favorite movies, actually. Oh man, the S-P-U-M-C. The Spumic. Spumk. Spumic. I don't know. I'm hoping they change different names. Spumic. Oh my god. What will they think of next? As long as we know about the brand, as long as we know what movies they're coming up with, with Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, with Morbius coming out. Apparently, there are talks about doing a Craven movie. I would love to watch that. And you know what? For Craven, for those of you that don't know, Craven is basically a characteristic, you know, a, a hunter where he hunts people and he has these, these ways where he can track people down. So think of Wolverine in a cheetah type clothing and he's buff and he's like you know he's animalistic he's like you know he's, he just wants to you know track people down and, and and you know either kill them or whatever the case you know just search up Craven the Hunter and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about there's going to be a movie about that I'm going to be honest I would love to see a Venomverse movie I've been reading a few of their comics they are phenomenal everyone venomized fuck it let's do it Sony you we know Spider-Man is Sony's cash cow, so let them take full advantage. Let them have a movie where everyone becomes venomized. I would love it. Planet of the Symbiotes. Why the fuck not? You know what? The game Spider-Man Web of Shadows turned that into a movie where New York City is overrun by symbiotes and every single one of these motherfuckers is basically an alien invasion. Why not? Let's do it. I'm going to play that game right after this. Now I'm so hyped for it. Woo! <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? So, the Daredevil star, Charlie Cox, says that he's not in Spider-Man 3. Talking about taking a shit in my soul, man. Just a few episodes ago, I was all in favor where all of the Netflix characters were coming home. They were coming home to their Marvel Studios to join with the other people. And Charlie Cox has to drop a bombshell where he's most likely not in the MCU. And it's possibly not going to be Peter Parker's lawyer. He said it. He would love that role. But he also said that if there is a Daredevil involved, it's not going to be with his with himself, basically with his own image. I have to say that's extremely fucked up because if you get Deadpool and you know full well that you get Ryan Reynolds from Fox and put it into the MCU, why can't you do the same thing with the Netflix characters? Ah, don't give me that bullshit about the legal rights and the legal names and all that other shit that's going on. Come on. You can pay, first of all, the MCU is owned by Disney. Disney will pay out the asshole to make that happen. The fucking asshole. I don't know what kind of dialect that I just used right there. They would pay they would pay tooth nail tits and asses to get that done. Come on. 
Come on, Disney. Don't fuck this up for us. Don't fuck it up. But anyway, I don't know. We're just going to have to see what happens with MCU's version of Spider-Man 3. I'm hoping he's lying. I really do. I really hope he's bullshitting. I'm hoping he's diverting any attention away from himself. I'm really hoping he's not telling the truth. And we see him in the movie. Maybe, even if it's just a cameo, I would be more than happy to see that. Give us an end credit scene. Give us that. And I'll be fucking happy with that. You know, because it, it will make us look forward to future movies. But for right now, we're just going to have to take it at face value. It is what it is. We're just going to have to move on with it, shall we? Last piece of the news comes to us. Robert Downey Jr., the man who played the Iron Man himself, the guy that saved us all one year ago with a snap of his fingers, where he said the words, and I am Iron Man. And then Snap Decimation took Thanos and every one of those motherfuckers out to dust. He says that the Russo brothers and himself may work on an MCU movie together in the future. Now, there are two ways that you could look at this. You could look at this at the positive side or as a negative side. You could probably look at this as a positive side for the simple reason that, you know, if there is a chance he comes back... It would blow up everything, but it has to be earned. And he said it himself. If Robert Downey Jr.'s character, Tony Stark, is coming back, it has to be shocking to the fans, and it has to be hard-earned. But Robert Downey Jr. said that eventually they make make decisions where if the fans push them, that they're going to give them exactly what they want. I have a problem with this, and hear me out. Well, I am a big fan of having Tony Stark back, as a narrative structure, I feel like it is a bad, bad mistake. It's a huge mistake because you're devaluing the epic moment that Tony Stark did when he made that snap. And he sacrificed his life for the betterment of the world, for the betterment of humanity. Now, unless they do an alternate universe where he's like an alternate version of himself and he's from a different world, you can get away with that. But at the same time... You can't just pull him out from somewhere else and then put him in with the current timeline with everyone currently. It just doesn't make any sense. It's going to piss off a lot of the fans, and I understand the hardcore people are not going to give a shit, but I care. I care about the story. I care about the narrative structure. And if you do this, listen to me when I'm saying, Disney, MCU, Kevin Feige, whoever is listening to this shit, if you do that, you're going to devalue everything you worked so hard for for Avengers Endgame. It was the perfect send-off for Tony Stark. It was perfect. It's one of the main reasons why Hugh Jackman refuses to come back for his role of Wolverine. Because he knew that when he made Logan, which is by far my favorite Marvel movies of all time, he knew that if he came back after that movie... After that movie ended, where his daughter is literally, spoilers by the way, his daughter is literally holding him by the hand, and she's crying, and she's yelling out, Daddy, and when they bury him, holy shit, I'm getting emotional even thinking about this, because I fucking cried in that ending. When she puts the X symbol on top of his grave, and the shot pans out slowly, and then there was just utter silence. There was no end credit scene, there was nothing. It was the perfect ending for his character. The same way for Tony Stark where he died and there was a deleted scene where everyone took a knee and they fucking bowed to him. They fucking bowed to this motherfucker. And then 
the scenes continued and everyone is at his funeral and you can see every person from the MCU from Iron Man from 2008 all the way till the end of Endgame and you see everyone you could not have written a better ending if Tony Stark come back you're going to devalue all of that with that being said if a future MCU project that they're going to work on I honestly strongly believe it's going to be the Secret War storyline. Now, for those of you that don't know, the Secret War storyline is basically when everyone, everyone, comes together and they have an all-out battle. Much more than Captain America Civil War. Much more. It will be an all-out war. No pun intended. It will be an all-out battle between Every single character in the MCU. Every one of them. Who would triumph? Nobody knows. So if they're going to work on that movie, I'd say, awesome. I would love if the Russo brothers actually do it. They have the vision. They have the capacity. They have the time. They have the energy. They have the effort. They have the vision. They have the passion to make this happen. But Tony Stark coming back, that's the only thing that I don't want to happen. But... That's just my opinion. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. If you like what you hear, continue to subscribe, continue to listen. And thank you so much for supporting me in this channel. We are on episode 10. So continue on moving forward. This podcast will be released three times during the week. Three times. Which means I will be recording Monday nights, Wednesday nights, and Friday nights. Which means they will be available on Spotify and hopefully on Stitcher Tuesday morning, Thursday morning, and Saturday morning. You know, something to look forward to. I feel like with a concise schedule like that, it will allow me to continue to do what I love to do. Talk about comic book movies, comic book shows, comic book stuff, comic book anything superhero related. It's what I love to do. Hell, it's why you listen. It is what it is. It's okay. I love anything and everything about it. It is what it is. It's simple as that. Anyway, let me continue on. That's what's going to happen from this point moving forward. You're going to be getting new episodes Tuesday morning, Thursday morning, and Saturday morning. So I can focus on other things as well as keep a concise schedule. And also, this podcast channel is most likely going to have its own Instagram page and its own Twitter page. Because I feel like, you know what, it's about time that when I start sharing shit... It's about time that I just keep the category in its own world and its own universe of superhero stuff and don't blend it with anything else. Because I have other passions, radio, voiceover, UFC, MMA, whichever. It's not good to combine every single one of them. So, that's the plan. Is it going to succeed? I don't know. But, it's growing. You're growing with me. Let's grow this together. Okay? Continue to stay safe, every single one of you. Once again, thank you so much for your support. Tune in next time where we're going to talk more about news-related stuff. Or maybe we'll do a looking back episode. Who knows? The sky's the limit. Hey, you know what? You come to the channel. You love it. I love it. It is what it is. (laughs) Now, before we close this out, we're going to do our supervillain quote of the week. And this is from the Joker. If someone hates you for no reason, give that jerk a reason. And my reaction to that is, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, you could do that. You could piss a lot of people off. That's what I do almost on an everyday basis. No one likes to be liked anymore. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. As of right now, I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.